Welcome to the Osage Show of Entrepreneurship and Regional Development Podcast. Each publication in our journal is a great opportunity to share significant and audacious contributions to a large audience. My guest today is Bent Johannesson. He's from the Vaxxö University in Sweden. He recently published an article entitled Academic Entrepreneuring as a Long-Term Commitment to Regional Development. It will be published in Entrepreneurship and Regional Development, a journal edited by Teller and Francis. Bengt, welcome to our podcast. Thank you. Can you tell us what is the origin of your paper? Why have you decided to address this particular topic? And what is the question you aim to answer? The loss of Alistair Anderson as my successor, as the editor of the journal, uh, made me reflect on, on uh, uh, how you some sort of um, organize your life as a researcher and, uh, and how much that depends on uh, your origin. I, 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 I have been an academic all my life, but uh, Alistair was uh, to me very interesting, uh, and that's why I, I wanted him as a successor, because he came from a different background. He, he was uh, actually in the <clears throat> construction business and then changed to become an academic. And that made me reflect on on a, a li- having a long, uh, a lifelong perspective on, on how you do your research. And uh, th- that was my one point of departure. The other point of departure is that in Sweden, all universities are expected to get involved in not only research and education, but also in dialogue with the uh, surrounding community. And um, reflecting on on, um, on what, uh, I mean, there has been a lot of writing on, on uh, academic entrepreneurship. Uh, uh, most of that concerns what happens to uh, um, uh, staff and students once they have got their program down their research. and. It, Usually that means that you leave the university and uh, start some uh, your entrepreneurial <coughs> activities somewhere else. Uh, but I think it's um, uh, it's important to associate uh, academic entrepreneuring also with uh, the academic activities, as I mentioned, research, education, dialogue with community. So my perspective on uh, entrepreneurship in the context of academia Uh, to me, means to find creative ways of integrating research, education, and dialogue with the community. And then it's natural to uh, look upon the community as the region wherein the university is located. So uh, so that's basically my research question. How can you uh, <clears throat> find ways of, uh, in an entrepreneurial way, uh, bridge between research education and the surrounding society, in this case, the region. What are the main contributions of your paper? Well, I think there are three uh, contributions which are uh, important for both myself and for for others. Uh, And the first one is that um, to present academic entrepreneuring as a learning process, which um, makes it possible to bridge between research, education, and uh, dialogue with the community as uh, three uh, missions of a, of a university, at least in the Swedish context. Uh, the second one is to, to <coughs> state that it's important to demonstrate uh, in a long-term perspective commitment to the region wherein you work, 
in order to make it possible to turn the university into a source for development. And the third uh, uh, contribution is to illustrate how different methodologies are needed in order to make it possible to reveal the uh, characteristics of what I then associate with, with academic entrepreneuring, this creative and creative, I mean, it's about not just have ideas, but also implement them to bridge between the three missions of the university. What was for you the, the main theoretical or maybe methodological challenges in addressing such a question? Well, um, the, the basic idea is uh, to consider yourself or, or consider uh, researchers and academics, uh, teachers as well, though, uh, as uh, as um, uh, as constant learners, and that means reflecting on on your different kinds of experiences and uh, see and map how they some sort of build up into the the some sort of competence of um, contributing to regional development. So in my case, uh, I illustrate uh, with a, a graphic model how. I started off as a, a kind of, of, um, of reflective observant, having students uh, as, as apprentices in, in regional firms. And then I basically supported the students and reflected on, upon what I learned, but I have no some sort of impact on, on, uh, on the firms which were academic role that is becoming a, a, a critical explorer of, of uh, different uh, activities in individual and collectives of firms. So, for example, I, I did um, a network analysis of an industrial district uh, in Sweden, the only one actually, and I think I was pretty early doing that kind of studies, which today are much more frequent. Uh, having done that critical analysis, I uh, changed to a third stage where I become more an, an, ac an activist and became involved uh, in social uh, and community entrepreneurship as part of interactive research, where together with local people uh, try to, to organize uh, a community, its firms, so that it could uh, survive in a very hostile setting. And uh, the final fourth stage was that I considered uh, since um, today, uh, ethnographers and others discuss that uh, research and knowledge is also embodied. So in order really to catch what, what entrepreneurial, uh, academic entrepreneurial implies, you have to launch yourself uh, a venture, take on the role of an entrepreneur, an academic entrepreneur if you want to, uh, and follow the process, uh, not only not initiate and follow the process. So in two projects, uh, I studied, uh, used this methodology I address as inactive research to, to launch two projects, one in cultural entrepreneurship and one in social entrepreneurship. So these four stages, which I mentioned now, represent the process of uh, becoming a, uh, an, an academic entrepreneur as I uh, define it. During your research journey, what was for you the biggest surprise or maybe the most counterintuitive result? Uh, well, I, I sad to say that, uh, it, I mean, this is a very long-term process. I mean, this started in the, the mid-70s. So uh, 
Well, uh, rather, you could say there are a lot of minor uh, surprises, but not some sort of path-breaking surprise. Possibly, I would say that I was mainly I was impressed, and that is a kind of surprise, by how seriously the entrepreneurs in which and that uh, in wh- whose firm uh, the students were apprentices, how they how seriously they considered the suggestion from the students, although there were some sort of just uh, in the early stage of their education. And uh, in the first program, which was a program covering two years, actually one year, one third of the students were offered a position in the company after the two years. And that was a surprise, how how humble entrepreneurs can actually be when they recognize uh, that others can contribute to the the development of their firms. What are the, the main implications of your work for entrepreneurs, managers, practitioners in general? Well, uh, yes, just hang on to what I just said. I think uh, the most uh, important Im- uh, implication is that uh, it is possible to to establish a dialogue with uh, with uh, individual firms and also communities. Uh, and uh, with individual firms, in, as I described here, it's mainly what the students accomplish, but I, I, I support the students. Uh, but also... Um, it's um, it's important to also how can you influence and and uh, create changes also in collectives of, of, of businesses and uh, uh, the, there is one industrial district in Sweden and and I have studied that uh, and from a network perspective as I indicated but uh, <clears throat> I always also provoked them and uh, criticized them for not being um, enough connected to technology development so so i um, provoked them and uh, in a very special way which i won't tell now uh, but anyway this was happened in the 90s and um, this created a, a big uh, debate in the local community but actually it also started a change and they they realized and they established a local uh, Knowledge Development Center, which I think my, the date I started partially uh, contributed to. Uh, then as regards management, I'm, I'm sorry to tell that I consider entrepreneurship management uh, representing different logics. Uh, I have written about that. So, uh, for example, um, entrepreneurs um, deal deal with situations where managers have, have a belief that uh, the, the future can be forecasted and therefore they are often dedicated to plans of different kinds. Entrepreneurs are rather connected to dealing with situations. I mean, some would argue that entrepreneurs ha- have a Kairos perspective while managers have a Kronos perspective. And then uh, generally, um, I think the... the um, what I, I think has been important is to demonstrate the potential of, of small firms. It's very easy for journals, for example, the daily newspapers, to focus on larger co- companies, but uh, and they don't see uh, that um, entrepreneurship is as much about collective of firms as uh, connected to individual firms, which are have a certain size and so forth. Uh, the dynamism of, of a regional uh, business community 
is more related to the relations between the firms than to the firms themselves. Thanks a lot, Bank, for participating to our show and presenting your paper entitled Academic Entrepreneuring as a Long-Term Commitment to Regional Development. All our podcasts are available on entrepreneurship.ca.com and on the main podcast platforms. Thank you.